this scary world. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And this is I Seen it. it. Bonus content. <laughs> bonus content. Bonus content for the Patreon subscribers of our podcast, Dead Time Stories. Now, I know we've been in the middle of the Scream franchise, but we're going to put that on pause. I know I'm so excited to talk to you about Scream 3 because it's hysterical. Which, by the way, I googled it today to, like, pull information up about it. And it, you know how it'll be, like, give you a genre where it's, like, this kind of movie. Scream 3, it straight up was, like, a comedy. And I was, like, I know. This is just full-on farce at this point. It's all comedy all the time. We are putting Scream on pause because for the first time in (laughs) I Seen It history, I'm going to talk to you about a movie that is in theaters right now. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's right. This weekend, I saw men. Not just, I mean, like, we see men every day. You know, I see men. The movie Men. Men, The A24 Alex Garland filmed Men. Ooh, that's scary, girl. Men. It is scary, girl. So I'm going to put it out there that, first of all, I was super excited to see this movie. Like, from the first time I saw the trailer, I was like, this looks weird. And I watched the trailer multiple times, and I was really excited to see it. Now, one thing I didn't notice about the trailer the first couple times I watched it that I noticed after reading something was that all of the men in the movie Men are played by the same actor. What? I didn't know that. If you go back and watch the trailer, everyone with the exception of her late husband is played by the same actor and his name is Rory Kinnear. And Rory Kinnear plays all of the men in Men. Is he any relation to Greg Kinnear? Not Greg Kinnear, which I did Google, but his father was an actor named Roy Kinnear, which the only thing that I know Roy Kinnear from, after Googling it, was that he played Veruca Salt's dad in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, the original. We eat before we came to the factory. I want a bean feast. Oh, one of those. Him. He's this actor's dad. (laughs) Okay, okay. I was like, oh, okay. Um, But, so there are essentially, there are more than just these two people. There's maybe three other people. But essentially, the movie is starring two people, which are Jesse Buckley, who plays our main character, Harper Marlowe, and then Rory Kinnear, who plays all of the men with the exception of Jesse's late husband. Got it. And he was excellent, by the way. Uh, All the acting in this movie was really, really good. So, I'm like, where do I start? Because I want to talk, like, I'm talking a little bit about the lead up of, like, how excited I was to see this movie. I was like, can't wait to see it. So, I took Christina out for her, uh, it was her birthday present. Like, I took her to the movies and we went to go see this movie, Men. (laughs) Now, do you have questions about it before we get into it? No, I'm just ready to, like, hear it. To hear it. Because, I mean, I think my question is, what happens? This is something I didn't find out about until after the movie, but this is a good little, like, a good little tidbit. This movie is British, okay? And there's a lot of imagery in this movie, and one of the things that we see uh, a few times is a figure called the Green Man. Didn't know what that was before watching this movie. Found out about it later, and I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. But we're not British. So the Green Man is a pagan figure. Oh. Um, and you may have seen pictures of the Green Man without knowing you saw pictures of the Green Man. But he's not usually, you don't usually see him in color. You usually see him in a stone carving. And he has like leaves all over his face. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Green Man is a pagan symbol of like rebirth and the renewal of spring and, and coming back and all that stuff. But I've seen, like, kind of that image before or different carvings of it and didn't know what that was. So that's a, uh, a thing that you'll see a few times in this movie. And it's like, oh, okay, like, that makes sense now that I know that. Even without knowing what that was, this was still a great movie. <laughs> you didn't need the context to understand. I didn't need the context, right. They helps. give you their own context for for the green man. Gotcha. Okay. So the movie starts like the there's the first shot that we see, right, is this like woman, uh, this woman with like a bloody nose uh, and this like s- this guitar music is playing um, and it's raining outside and it's like sunset. 
And she sees a man in slow motion, like, falling outside of the window. Ugh. Okay? Okay. That's, like, the very first thing that we see. Great. And she's, like, screaming, and it's all in slow motion. Great. And then the next thing that we see is her in a car, and she's, like, driving out to the countryside, and and everything's fine. <laughs> okay. 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 Got it. Got it. So we will see that scene play out in full in, like, flashbacks through the movie. But I'll go ahead and tell you now what happened. So the person that we saw falling was her husband, Mm -hmm. James. Mm -hmm. The two of them got into an argument because she told him she was leaving him. And he was like, if, remind you, they're British. He's like, if you leave, you can't fucking leave me. If you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, And she's like, right. And she's like, you can't say that to somebody. And he's like, no, I'm saying that to you. If you leave me, I'm going to kill myself and it's going to be all your fault and you're going to have to live with it. Oh, right. And she just keeps being like, no, if you kill yourself, like, that's your choice. And that's not on me. But also, you can't say that to somebody like, fuck you for even saying that. So then they get into an argument. They're still arguing. And he hits her, which is how she gets the bloody nose. And she shoves him out of the apartment. And she's like, never fucking come back here. This is the last time you'll ever fucking see me. You will never lay eyes on me again. Get out. I'm never fucking talking to you. We're done. And she kicks him out. And he's like, well, I made a choice. Right? And You're like, get like, it, girl. Yeah. So she said that what happened was he went upstairs and he barged into the apartment upstairs. Like, he got them to let him in. And he told them that he was going to try to climb down to his balcony from their balcony. And in doing that, that is when he fell to his death. And she doesn't know if he really was actively in that moment trying to kill himself or if what he told the neighbors was true and he was just trying to climb down from their balcony to her balcony and slipped. And either way, he fell and died. That was going to be my question was, was it on purpose where he was like, you know what? I said I was going to do this, so I'm committing to this choice and I'm going to do it out the window so you know. Or was he really trying to break in? Well, and that's one of the things she's grappling with with. is trying to decide what she thinks if he did it on purpose or if he slipped trying to get But honestly, either way, right now my stance is fuck him. Yeah, fuck that guy. (laughs) She goes outside to see his body on the ground. Okay. The way he fell. Oh, no. The way he, or I should say, I guess the way he landed. <laughs> um, There was like a black iron, like fence. Right. And he landed like in front of the fence. But one of the fence posts, like, went through his arm and up through his hand. So his hand is, like, on the fence. And one of his feet is, like, twisted. And he's just, like... Ugh. Yeah, like, dead up on the fence. Ugh. She should not have gone and looked at that. I guess she went to see if he was okay. Walk it off. Walk it off. And she found his body. (laughs) What'd you say? Walk it off. Walk it off. You'll be okay. Walk it off. Well, and we thought there was going to be a jump scare, too, of, like, he wasn't quite dead. Like, but that didn't happen. He was dead. (laughs) So Harper is like, I'm going to take this little vacay. I'm going to go to the country all by myself. I'm going to rent this country house. And I'm just going to, like, chill and have some healing time. time. Yes. Right. Because she's like, that is what I need. So the first person, the first man that we meet... (laughs) Is a man named Jeffrey. And Jeffrey, I don't know if this is like an Airbnb situation, right? But Jeffrey owns the house. And he's living across the street. Um, but he rents. And by across the street, you know, it's a ways away. Because they're out in the country. The English countryside. But he owns the property. And he's like showing her around, right? <laughs> and one of the things like in the trailer is she like takes the apple off the tree. And she like eats it. And he like sees the apple core on the table. And he's like, is this from the garden? And she's like, oh, yes, it's delicious. And he's like, no, 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 you mustn't do that. Forbidden fruit. And she's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Like, I didn't. And he's like, no, I'm just kidding. And she's like, okay. Right. <laughs> and Jeffrey is, like, kind of charming, but also very off-putting. That does not sound charming at all. I, 
Compared to literally all of the other men in this movie, Jeffrey is the most charming. It's just going to go downhill from here. (laughs) So he, like, shows her around the house some more. And then at one point, they're, like, in the bathroom, right? And he's like, he's like, I must tell you, you can't flush feminine products. We have a septic tank. Old plumbing. And she's like, okay. Why are you talking to me about feminine products? Off-putting. Weird. And he's like, all right, like, enjoy the house if you need me. I'll just be across the road. And she's like, all right, bye, Jeffrey. Okay, goodbye. Get out. Thank you. (laughs) So then she FaceTimes with her friend Riley, who is another woman. And Riley is like, you know, let me know if you want me to come out there. Like, I know you're just, you went out there to, like, be alone and, like, heal and, like, be by yourself. And that's totally fine. And I get it. But if you need anything and you want me to come out there, all you got to do is, like, say the word, I am there. I'm going to come there and, like, be with you. And she's like, I appreciate it. Not necessary, Riley. Like, I'm here. I'm by myself. I'm doing my own thing. I'm out in the woods. So she's like, I'm going to go for a walk in the woods. And she's walking in the woods. And it's nice. And it's beautiful. And she's, like, enjoying herself. Where's the man? When's the man going to show up? Where's the man? (laughs) There's always a man. And then it starts raining, and she's, like, running in the rain and, like, laughing, and she's having a good time all by herself. So then she comes to, like, an old abandoned railway tunnel. So, like, it's just a tunnel, and you can see the light at the other end. So she walks into But it's, like, a long black tunnel. Does she walk into the tunnel? So she just walks into, like, the front of the tunnel. She doesn't go very far. Okay. And she just kind of, she goes, Huh? And there's, like, an echo. Ah, ah, ah. And she's, like, ah, 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 ah. And she's, like, laughing and, like, listening to the echoes. And then she does this, like, ah, 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 And she, like, makes a little song with all the echoes in the tunnel. And she's, like, having a little time. And she's just, like, looking down at the end of the tunnel. And in the middle of the tunnel, like, it, there's, like, some rocks at the end. But a person stands up, and you realize that guy has been there the whole time. (laughs) And that's kind of her reaction. She's like, ooh. And she's just standing there, and she's, like, looking down. And then she hears, ah! And the figure starts running straight towards her. No! No! And, of course, that is echoing. No! Ah! And he's like running straight towards her. I mm-hmm. fucking hate that. I know. She turns around and immediately books it, and she's yes. like looking behind her, like freaking out. She's like trying to figure out how, like, where to go, and she runs like as far as she can, running straight. But she comes to, like a wall. Oh no! And she's like, okay, I can't go through this, and she has to like climb her way back up to like where the ground is like flat. And then she, like, is walking back the way she came, but she keeps, like, turning and looking like she's really uncomfortable, right? Oh, girl. That is terrifying. I'm scared. In my own house. (laughs) So, she's just, like, the rain stops, and she's out of the woods, she's, like, in a field, and she's, like, just starting to, like, collect herself and, like, be calm, and she's like, okay, everything's chill. I'm going to take a picture of the woods where I just came from. There's, like, this old abandoned building here. And she turns around, and she takes a picture. And then she's kind of looking at the picture, and she looks up. Now, mind you, he's not anywhere near her. He's over by this abandoned building. But there is a naked man just standing there by the building. Pee-pee out and all. Pee-pee out and all. Pee-pee out. No cares. Pee-pee out. And while this actor... Is still Rory Kinnear. <laughs> it's not Jeffrey. Like, Jeffrey has a specific haircut, and he has really big teeth. This is just, like, a, this is just some bald dude standing naked out by the building. And it's not Tunnel Man, because we didn't get a look at Tunnel Man. We didn't get a look at Tunnel Man. Okay. Yeah. All right. I know. Creepy. Okay, so pee-pee out, not Greg Kinnear. So she just... sees Naked Guy, and she realizes he's in the picture, and she, like... She's like, ugh, and then she just keeps going until she gets back to the cottage. Right. She's like, this is why I can't have nice things. <laughs> Men. So then she sends the picture to Riley, 
And Riley is like, what the fuck is up with that naked dude? <laughs> Why is there a pee-pee out in this picture? I thought you Why were by yourself. Out? And she's like, yeah, like that dude was just out there. And she's like, girl, please let me come to you. Like, I don't right. want you out there alone. That is not okay. And Harper is like, no, nah, like, it's cool. I'm going to be fine. Like, everything's fine. Now, meanwhile, she's on the phone and she's not seeing what we are seeing, which is the naked man is now in the garden. No, he followed her. And he's just like looking into the glass. And at one point, like, he comes up and like, he's like on the window and she like doesn't see him because she's like walking around. Oh, my God. I hate this. I know. If I ever needed more of a reason to never travel alone, it's a movie like this to be like, don't ever be alone because of men. Oof. Girl. I hate this. Okay. What so anyway, next? at one point she turns around and she does see him. She's like, right? pee again? And then she notices that the front door is like a little bit open. And she, right. She like runs over, slams no. the door. Right. But then she hears, like, a banging on the door, like he's trying to get in the house. And she calls 999 because they're British. Yes, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> and, they're like, and they're like, 999, what's your emergency? And she's like, there's a naked man in my garden. He followed me out of the woods. And they're like, what's the address? <laughs> she's like, and she gives know. them the address, okay? And she's like, waiting, waiting, waiting for the cops to come. The cops come. There is... One woman police officer and one man police officer. The man police officer is Rory, Rory Kinnear, the same actor, yeah. but he has different. Ha- he always has different hair and different teeth. Okay. I mean, the costume and wig designer just you know they really did do a good job of making him look like different people, and at the same time, like you could tell it's the same person. Mm-hmm. So. The woman cop is like, I understand, like, this must have been really scary for you. Do you need anything? Do you need some help here? And, of course, the man cop is just kind of, like, smarmy and weird. Yeah. Um, And he's like, well, he didn't do anything to you, right? And she's like, I mean, he's, like, naked and, like, following me around. And he's like, yeah, 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 we'll take him into the station. He's probably just, like, a drunk homeless guy. It's, like, no big deal. It is. But he's very patronizing. Yeah. And you're like, ugh. So they arrest him and they take him away. So, <laughs> I don't know why Harper is like, I'm going to go for another walk. Really? In the woods? But not in the woods this time, no. She's walking, like, in the village. And she decides to go to, like, the old church. And she goes to the church, and she's, like, sitting and, like, remembering her husband. And, like, wait, this is more of the flashback, right, that I've already told you about, like, what mm-hmm. happened between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And there is, um, like, a wooden, or not a wooden, there is, like, a a stone, I don't, I don't even know what it's called. To me, it looks like a planter, but I'm like, it's not a planter. I guess it's whatever they had the holy water in. But it's, like, a stone, like, a big basin. bowl. Basin. A basin's a great word, yes. And on one side of the basin is the green man, which is the face with, like, all the leaves coming out of it, okay? Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the basin is, <laughs> it's... A very crude, when I say crude, it's not like a kid drew it. I just mean crude, like it's not very detailed. But it's like a crude, like, woman goddess. And it's like a face and boobs and like a puss. And she's like holding her puss open. Okay. Okay. So green man on one side and puss on the other side. And remember the green man I told you is this like symbol of like rebirth and growth and springtime and all that stuff, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So she's, like, looking at this, and she's thinking about her husband, and at one point she's sitting in a pew, and, like, the vicar, which is just the Church of England priest, um, the vicar, like, starts to approach her, and she's, he's not on her radar, right? She's just thinking about her husband, and she's, like, ah, just, like, wailing in sorrow. Does he turn around and walk the other way? He's, like, right, he's, like, oops. <laughs> he's just, like, he's, like, she's not ready to talk to me right now. Let her feel She's, her like, feelings. having a moment. Right. <laughs> You're like, mm. He's like, that's above my pay grade. <laughs> that's above my pay grade. So she is at the church, right? And she, like, decides to go outside. And the vicar starts talking to her. And he's like, hey, saw you inside. Which the vicar, by the way, is Rory Kinnear. <laughs> so 
so but he's he got brown eyes moment. and long gray hair. Gotcha. Um, he's like, hey, saw you inside and thought you might need somebody to talk to you, but then you looked like you were, like, grieving and you were, like, really in the moment. So I didn't want to, like, disturb you in there. But do you want to, like, talk? Like, that's my whole job. You want to, like, tell me what's going on? And that's when she, like, lays it out, right? Where she's like, well, and then he left. Like, we got in the fight and he hit me and, like, I pushed him out and I told him, like, he was never going to see me again. And then he went upstairs and he barged into the neighbor's apartment and he said he was going to climb down to our balcony and then he fell. And I don't know if he fell or if he jumped. Like, I don't know. And I'm still, like, reeling with it. And the vicar is like, oh, and, like, you're feeling, like, a lot of guilt, right? And she was like, yeah, like, I feel kind of guilty because, like, I pushed him out and he's like... He's like, mm-hmm, yeah, and, like, you, like, you blame yourself, right, because it's your fault? And she's like, no, <laughs> I don't blame myself. <laughs> like, I feel, I feel guilty because I don't know if he killed himself or if he fell, but, like, it's not my fault. Like, either way, like, he made a choice, choice. to go up there and, like, ch- either choice to, to dump or the choice to try and climb down. Like, whatever it was, it was his choice. He did that. And he's like, yeah, but do you ever think if you, like, let him apologize, like, he wouldn't have gone up there and died? What? (laughs) And that's her reaction. She's like, the fuck are you talking about? I don't want to talk to you anymore, Right. Right. And he's like, you know, don't you, don't you think, like, if you, like, you know, he hit you and, like, yeah, like, people don't like to hear this because men aren't supposed to hit women, but, like, sometimes it happens. And don't you think if you had just given him the chance to apologize? And she was like, fuck you. Right. And she walked away. Good for her. Now, there's also, I have no idea how old this boy was supposed to be. But there's this, like, boy sitting on the church steps, and he has this weird, like, it looks like a blow-up doll face mask, like, over his face. And he's like, do you want to play? And she's like, I really don't. And he lifts the mask, <laughs> and it is a boy, but it is still Rory Kinnear. Like, they have CGI'd Stop. Rory Kinnear's face <laughs> on this boy. Now, I don't know, this boy could be anywhere from, like, 12 to 15. Like, I can't tell if he's supposed to be, like... I can't tell, because it's weird. I thought you were going to say he could be anywhere from 12 to 50. No. (laughs) Like, he was definitely supposed to be young, but I don't know how young they were going for, because he still had a grown man's face. (laughs) But, like, I wasn't mad about it. Like, even though it was, like, kind of funny, I thought I was just, like, whatever, and I wasn't too worried about it. I said it fits the theme. It does, right. I was like, this is fine. So she's like, no, I really don't want to play with you. And he's like, stupid bitch. And he like walks away. Right. And she's like, fucking men. (laughs) Men. But the kids talk like that over there because they're British. Because they're British. Right. So that's just how they talk. That's just how they talk. (laughs) So then from there, she decides to go to the pub. Okay. And she walks into the pub. I don't know why she didn't go there first. But that's just me. Um, and remember, every there are only like five men in the pub, but all of them are Rory Kinnear. Yes. What is this? Medea? (laughs) So there's two men like sitting at a table together, and one of them they're like just like dudes. Like one of them has like a weird haircut and earrings, and the other one has a different weird haircut. And they're just like sitting at a table together. And then there's the bartender, who is also Rory Kinnear. And then Jeffrey is also at the bar. Okay. Who is also Rory Kinnear. So he's like, oh, Mrs. Marlowe, good to see you. And she told him earlier, like, please call me Harper. Not Mrs. Marlowe, because Marlowe, she's one, she's getting a divorce, and two, he's dead. (laughs) So she's like, please call me Harper. And he's like, oh, Mrs. Marlowe, good to see you, Mrs. Marlowe. Please, let me buy you a drink. And she's like, no, like, that's not necessary. He's like, oh, please, let me, let me, let me buy you a drink. And she's like, no, I'd rather you didn't. And he's like, please, I'm not, listen, bartender, her money is no good here. <laughs> what would you like, Mrs. Mrs. Marlowe? And, like, Jeffrey pays for her drink. And she's like, okay. All right, thank you. And then in comes the man police officer from earlier in the day. Also Rory Kinnear. And he comes up to the bar and he gets his drink. And they're all just kind of talking 
And um, she says something about the, like feeling a lot safer that that guy is like off the street, right? That they came and got him. And he's like, well, not anymore. And she's like, well, what do you mean not anymore? And he's like, well, we couldn't really charge him with anything. And she's like, he tried, he was stalking me. And he was like, well, what makes you say that? And she's like, I, he followed me out of the woods. I saw him twice. And he goes, I don't know if he saw you once. Wow. (laughs) Right. And you're like, fuck all these men. Fuck them. (laughs) Um, But basically he was like, we didn't have anything to charge him with. So we had to like, let him go after a couple hours and she's like, so he's just back out there? And he's like, yeah. Like, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> right? And she's like, oh my god, fuck all you men. Okay? Now, we see um, the homeless guy, like, in a... I don't know where he is. But he's covered with, um, like, little scrapes and cuts and stuff. And he was earlier, too. Like, he has little cuts all over him. Um, but he's, like, sitting in what looks like i don't want to say a sewer it's almost like a little like a cave almost like that tunnel from earlier right do we not assume that he is tunnel man i assume he is tunnel man i don't but i don't know we don't i mean it sounds like he's tunnel man (laughs) Ah! Ah! that sounds (laughs) the echoing was so awful on just the figure like full speed running at her and he could full speed sprint at her because he was naked so he had no clothes to hold him back so he's like sitting alone in this like dank area right he's got all these cuts on himself and then he has like i don't know what he has like a blade or a piece of glass or something but he cuts himself across the forehead and then he takes a little leaf and he like tucks the leaf (sighs) into the cut on his forehead (sighs) yeah it was gross (laughs) So he's trying to turn himself into the green man. I don't know. But I I was piecing that together, right? Where I was like, is he trying to be the leaf guy? Which Christina said she didn't pick up on that. Um, But I was like, I picked up on that. I was like, is he trying to be the green? But again, I didn't know what the green man was. I was like, is he trying to be the thing from the thing I saw earlier? Like the weird leaf face man? It's probably easier for him to become a leaf-faced man than a woman holding her puss open. Right? So, um, so Harper goes back to the Airbnb, and she calls Riley, and she's like, can you believe, like, the police, like, let that dude out? And Riley's like, that's it. We're done. I'm coming. I'm coming out there. Mind you, this is, like, a four-hour drive. <laughs> that's not far. I mean, it is a lot can happen in four hours. All right, but yes, it's not super four hours in movie time. But um, yeah, so she's like, "Give me the address, like I'm coming out there." And mind you, they're facetiming, and every time Harper starts to give her the address, like it gets the like facetiming is like cutting out, right? Where it's like your thing is getting weird, and then like they end up getting cut off, and Riley's like just texts her, and she's like, "Just text it to me." So then. She sends Riley, like, a pin, like, a pin location that's, like, you know, this is where I am. And she gets a text back that says, I know where you are, bitch. I know, scary. That's not Riley. I know. It's it's really scary. So she hears something outside, and she looks out the window, and she sees the policeman. That's terrifying. She's like, oh, like, should I, like, talk to him? What should I do? And she's kind of, like, trying to figure out, like, what she should do. Um, Then the lights flicker. Like, the outside lights flicker. And they come back up and the policeman is gone. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then the lights flicker again. No. And the little boy is outside. Oh! <laughs> I know. Then there's, like, the lights flicker again. There's nobody there. Oh. Um, and then, um, like, she opens the door and she's looking outside. Why did she open the door? I don't know. But in slow motion, um, all of the apples just start to fall off of the tree. Like, all the apples are just falling down. I know. <laughs> There's nothing happening to make them fall down. What? I am speechless. Yeah. Then 
this is from like a first person point of view from like out in the gar a garden we hear that like and the camera just like starts coming at her like really quickly and she runs inside slams the door locks the door and she's like oh god (laughs) are we tunnel man no um it was we get a quick flash it was one of the men from the pub but rory kinnear just as a different dude okay right so um then there's like banging on the door banging on the door banging on the door and we see that it's the homeless guy and he has remember i said he put a leaf in his forehead now he also has leaves shoved into little cuts in his cheeks okay and he like reaches his arm through the mail slot which he had tried to like he was like looking through the mail slot earlier and it was really creepy so he like has his arm through the mail slot but he's just like holding his arm out and all this is in slow motion it's kind of weird but she like she hesitates and then she like puts her hand in his hand and then he starts to pull her and she has a knife and she stabs the knife into the arm like like right here okay and I was like, well, this is going to be bad. I was expecting the arm to like flail around with the knife in it. It didn't do that. But the arm has the knife in it. And then very slowly, the arm recedes through the mail slot (gasps) to where the knife gets stuck. And the hand keeps pulling and the knife is just splitting up Uh, through the arm and then gets stuck in the hand and he like jerks the hand a few times until the knife cuts through the middle of the hand which this look might be familiar to you because it was similar to the look at the end of saw five yes i've already seen this before and i didn't like it the first time weird hand So, uh, then at one point she sees Jeffrey and, uh, Jeffrey is like, Mrs. Marlowe, Mrs. Marlowe, like, what is, what is it? And she's like, oh my God, I'm free. Like, there's all these men trying to get me. And he's like, oh, Mrs. Ma, I won't have that. And so he's like walking around. He's like, nobody here, nobody here. Like, (laughs) and then he's like outside and he's like, here now. Leave this woman alone. <laughs> Whoever you are, I'm telling you now, this is my property. And he's like, hmm. And then he's like, see that? There's nobody here. And then uh. the lights flicker. And then Jeffrey is gone. No. <laughs> and she's like, oh, God. She's like, I fucking hate this. So then we see the boy in the house, okay? Like, she hears something in the kitchen, and she's... He's in the house now? He's in the house. And she's got a knife, and she's like, don't fucking... Oh, I will fucking kill you. Don't you fucking come near me. And his hand is split. Right? Like the other ones, right? Yes. Like the guy that she, like, cut down the arm, right? And he's like, all I wanted was to play a game with you, and you wouldn't even play. And she's like, I'm not fucking playing with you! Um, but then the lights flicker and the kid is gone. Oh. Okay. So then she's upstairs in the bathroom and the lights flicker again. And While then the vicar. While you're in the bathroom when you're the most the vulnerable. The vicar is in the bathroom with her. And the vicar <gasps> has a split hand. Right. And then the vicar gets real creepy and rapey. Where he's like, I, where he says shit like, I can smell you, right? And you're like, ah! And he's all the while, like, getting closer and closer to her, right? And she tries to push him off. And his split hands, like, <gasps> here, he, like, grabs her around the <laughs> neck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With, like, the split around her neck. <laughs> We're like, whoa. And he's, like, got her up against the mirror, and he's being really creepy and, like, pushing <laughs> into her where it's, like, really rapey. And she very quietly just glides the knife right into his gut and, like, twists it. <laughs> She's like, Ugh. She stabs him up pretty good. And then she leaves him in the bathroom and she runs off. And she goes to, like, run outside and get in her car. 
And just as she comes around the corner in the road, she sees, just as it's too late, Jeffrey. And she, like, runs Jeffrey clean over. Sorry. Fuck you, Jeffrey. Well, bless her. She's like, Jeffrey! (laughs) And she feels really bad. And she's like, Jeffrey! And Jeffrey comes up and grabs her by the hair and pulls her out of the car. So she stops? Yes, she stops. Oh, to see if no. he was okay because maybe like, Jeffrey wasn't like really the rest bad, of them. But she should have kept driving. And be like, but he pulls her out of the later. car, and then he gets in the car and drives off. And I was like, "How far?" Because that man is definitely going to try and run her over in her own car. <laughs> I thought he was just going to whip around. <laughs> but in this like moment that she's like by herself in the street, and she's kind of looking up. And she's, like, looking at the sky, and the sky's very beautiful, but there's almost, like, this rift where I was like, is this supposed to be, like, a big vagina in the sky? I don't know. I'm still piecing together what I think is happening. And then the car comes back. Uh. And she's like, oh, shit. Right. And so she starts running and trying to, like, go around corners to, like, get away from the car. And Jeffrey is just driving the car, like, So then she, like, runs through, um, like, the gate, and the car, like, smashes into the gate, which is a little Ford Fiesta, by the way. (laughs) Um, Smashes into the gate. Uh, So then she runs up to the house, okay? (laughs) So then she's, like, back at the house, and she's, like, looking, waiting to see if if Jeffrey is going to chase after her, right? But then in through the gate walks... The naked man, who is now the green man. Like, his whole face is leaves. Just leaves. And he's, like, kind of laughing and kind of screaming. And you're like, what is the vibe here? Like, what is the mood? I don't even understand. (laughs) But he's like, like, making all these weird noises. And, mind you, he's standing, like, in the, in, like, the headlights. It's like the headlights are a big spotlight up against the back mm. of him. So it's, like, this really creepy silhouette, silhouette. right? Ugh. Um, And you see he has a big old tummy. And you're like, and he's like, Bleh! and he collapses to the ground and puts his legs open and there is an opening vulva and there's a grown adult man body coming out of it what? and the green man <laughs> yes gives birth and it's the boy okay which is still rory kinnear yeah you're like the fuck and mind you they all have this fucked up hand and this like now like a fucked up ankle okay so he gives birth the green man gives birth to the boy and the boy has a fucked up hand and a fucked up ankle and is like coming a little bit closer to the house coming a little bit closer to the house then his belly expands and he collapses and gives birth what mind you these are like close-ups of the birth like you are seeing the birth it's the miracle of life that you had to watch back in the 80s, but yes. nowadays. So then the boy gives birth to the vicar. And mind you, they're all naked with a fucked up hand, fucked up ankle. And now, like, he collapses and the vicar, like, comes out of him, covered in embryonic fluid and They're just blood. nesting dolls of each other. Girl. And then the vicar is, like, stumbling towards the house with a fucked up leg and the fucked up Who's hand. Who's he gonna give birth to? And then he collapses and gives birth to Jeffrey. Okay. Right? So... I don't think she even shut the door because she was so like you don't look away from something like right that. like she was so stunned <laughs> and then it almost like she like went into shock like she just like walks into the house like the fuck is this what the fuck is this what do I do Jeffrey comes in he's covered in blood and he like stops in the doorway and he's like and then out of Jeffrey's mouth. We see feet coming what? up out of Jeffrey's mouth. Right. And I was like, so this one's a breech birth? It's coming out of both ends. I <laughs> know, coming out of both ends. And feet first, giving birth. Jeffrey gives birth to James, which is Harper's husband, husband. from the beginning of the movie. 
with the split hand and the fucked up ankle, which are the injuries he had after the fall. Uh, right? And <laughs> she's just like, what do you want from me? <laughs> like, I she's not even screaming anymore. She's just like, what? <laughs> and he's like, she's like, she asks, like, what do you want from me? And he's like, all I ever wanted was your love. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she's like, she, you, you can tell she resists that womanly urge to say, I'm sorry. Because she doesn't say, I'm sorry. Good for her. Right? And she's like, I don't have anything to give you, man. Right? So the sun is coming up. And then we see Riley is arriving. Riley gets there. The friend. Mm -hmm. And so now we're sitting there like, did all of this happen? Was this imagined? What what is Riley going to- disappear? Huh? Did he disappear? Or is the husband still there when- Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Right, 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 right. So this is like a little- This is like a little bit later. By a little bit later, I mean like maybe 30 minutes later that Riley is like arriving on the scene. So Riley gets out of her car and she sees the Fiesta smashed into the gate. She sees the car and she's like, oh my God. And then she runs up and she sees- the bloody trail from the fiesta to the door of the house, which was where all the bodies were being laid. All the births were happening, right? Oh, this bloody birth trail. Yes. And so she, like, sees the trail, and then she, like, looks over to the side, and Harper is, like, sitting at the side of the garden, and she's alive, and she's cold- holding the bloody knife, and she's got blood all over her. And then she looks up and sees Riley, like, her and Riley make eye contact. And Riley, of course, like, the fuck? But this is the first time we see a full body shot of Riley. And Riley is pregnant. And she's just kind of looking at Harper like, the fuck? And Harper sees Riley. And then she smiles. And then that's the end of the movie. What? (laughs) The end! I know! Okay, tell me what you found out in your research, because I don't even understand what happened. So, now mind you, we tried to, I told you, we tried to watch some, like, ending explained videos, but the movie, we saw it the day after it came out, so there really wasn't a lot to work with. We read, like, the director talking about, like, how they filmed it, but it was very much, like, open to your interpretation what happened. I hate that. Right. Tell me what you intended. What a lot of the cis men were saying that this movie was about. <laughs> Which, mind you, this mov- movie was written and directed by a man. One guy had said that it was, like, it was symbolism that like men left to their own devices will continue to regurgitate and rebirth that toxic masculinity that scarred them or made them how they are without the influence of women. Like if women don't, I don't know what, but without women, like men will be men and make each other be worse. So it's our job. Right, and I was like, well, I hate that interpretation of it. <laughs> yeah. But then I told you we watched a ver- like we watched a video where a woman reviewed the movie, because we're like, what does a woman have to say about this? Because I'm tired of hearing what men have to say about men. <laughs> yes, I'm over that commentary, period. Right? And she was like, first two-thirds of this movie, I was like, totally on board. And she's like, third act, got really wild, Whatever this interpretation is, like, I don't know if it was just supposed to be body horror or, like, what. I think because the director told us it's open to interpretation, it is open to us to, like, talk about. And we get to decide what we think it meant or whatever. And I was like, I like that a little better than, like, without women, men will be like this. I know. <laughs> So I walked away from this movie with more questions than I came in with. Yes, I second that. I'm not mad about it. 
I was along for the ride, and even though I walked away not quite sure what happened at the end, I had a good time. I'm like, it it, it had some scary moments. It did! I do not understand the ending, but I guess it's a happy ending. Like, she's okay. Right, she's okay. That was the other, right, one of the other things, right? Like, she... Even with all of what was put upon her, she refused to burden that weight of men and their needs. Yeah. yeah she, like up until that. the end, she rejected that responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that part I'm into. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have a problem with that. What does, the only thing that really does bother me is that going into it, knowing that that actor was playing all of the men... I thought it was more of a device, this commentary that all men are the same, right? That was what I was kind of like picking up. That's why they were all the same guy. But if it really was this supernatural, I don't know, thing that was like morphing all these men, then why didn't she notice that all these men looked the same? (laughs) And the part in the bar where like all the men were there, like me and Christina laughed at that part. But then I was like, is this supposed to be funny or is it just funny because we know that's all the same guy and it's weird? We don't know. Christina was like, there are parts of the movie that made us laugh, but we don't know if they were intentionally funny or just weird. And the woman who reviewed this movie said that about the boy where she was like, I couldn't take the boy seriously because I was just so taken out by the CGI. And for me, I was like, I'm willing to go along with it. It's imperfect, but I get what they're going for. It's the same guy. But in the bar, in the pub, like, it was it was funny to me to see, like, five of the dudes who were all the same dude. Yeah. So I don't know well, maybe if she it has was face supposed blindness. to be. What's that? Maybe she has face blindness. Maybe she has face blindness. <laughs> so the green man being this symbol of, like, rebirth and renewal and, like, giving birth to these like men that are all born with the same injuries as the last one and the last one and the last one, like passing on these, whether it's like emotional injuries or physical injuries or like, you know, generational trauma, what have you. There's no concrete, like this is what the ending meant. Mm -hmm. It's, it's up to our speculation, but the fact that there was the bloody trail there when her friend came, tells me that that did happen. She didn't imagine it. But we don't know what happened beyond that. Yeah, I think at that point we have to sort of suspend disbelief in, um... Yeah. And that is the movie Men. Weird. Cause it, I was take weird. It, it was fucking weird. I take it almost as her facing, not necessarily her guilt, but like each version of him was a layer of her feelings of that relationship, that relationship right. ending. And when she and that was another was thing, like, right? Is that this, this is about my burden? She was able to break that cycle. Yeah. About the um, one of the other interpretations is just that the whole movie is about like grief and like yeah. how we fight grief, how we run away from it the layer the what is it like the different stages of grief or whatever yeah the five stages or whatever yeah but that's the movie men wild it's definitely scary and that is 100 percent because men are scary so because like, men, they don't right. have to do much the scary part of the movie are the men being men once the men <laughs> the director calls it uh the rolling birth scene <laughs> once the rolling okay. birth happened <laughs> I stopped really being scared and started just being like, what is happening? Right. Like, up until then, it was, like, terrified. And then once that started happening, I was like, I'm just here for the ride. I'm just going to see what happens. So is that rolling birth. It's just there for the ride. Um, And Christina said that she felt like, in a way, it was a cop-out because she was like, because a man made this movie... Like, I get that they were going for body horror, but it's just birth. But I guess to men, birth is body horror. (laughs) Because they can't imagine their body doing that. 
It's still scary to me, too. I can't imagine right? my body doing that. Man, let me tell you, those full-grown men giving birth to full-grown men, it was wild. I don't think I will ever want to see that. And that's why people are so torn about it. The people that are like, don't go see men. <laughs> and apparently, I have one friend um, who went to see it. And the power cut out in the theater <gasps> around the part with, like, all the flickering lights. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. no. And she was like, she's like, I didn't get to see the end. And I was like, I really hope you do <laughs> because I need somebody else who's seen this movie to talk to me about this movie. Oh, my goodness. I would watch oh. it again. It was wild. I don't want to watch it. I will not watch it with you. I'm sorry. You should, man. <laughs> I'm not. That that birth scene was crazy. I'm good. Gro- like, and it just, like, the fact that it just kept happening. Like, Look, the first I, one was already like, what? And then you're like, oh, is he giving birth? Per- oh, my God. they're all- Are they just going to keep? How long are they going to keep giving birth to each other? I have a very active imagination, so I don't need to see it. Oh, man. Yeah, it was wild. I need to go eat dinner, and this is what you're describing to me. Well, that's the movie, men. You know what, though? My last takeaway, as disturbing and unsettling as it sounds to watch um, a rolling reverse leapfrog birth of man birthing man birthing man, I think the thing that disgusted me the most was the sliced hand around the, the throat. The image of around the throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that part got Christina. Christina was like, <laughs> "I could, I could." Just the thought. <laughs> I know it was really yucky. I hate uh, no. <laughs> See, and I was gonna say the part that grossed me out was him putting the leaf into his wound. I was like, "Ugh." I thought that that was gross. And then you said he took his severed split hand and arm and, <laughs> and choked, was choking her with, her with the split part of the hand. Yeah. It's yucky. Gross. And that's the movie and Men. That's Men. <laughs> that's Men. <laughs> gross. And that's Men. <laughs> and that's Men. Yeah. If you saw this movie and you want to talk about it with somebody, please hit me up on Instagram. Slide into my DMs. She will talk about it. I would love to talk about it some more because it was crazy. Girl, that was... Next month, we're back to our regularly scheduled programming. We'll be bringing you I Screamed It. We will be Scream 3. I will say, Sarah, even if you don't go see the movie, watch the trailer again, knowing that all the the men are the same actor. I do kind of want to do that. (laughs) You should do that because you're like, oh my god, that is the same guy. I'm like, oh my god, how did I not know? Oh my god! Yeah, and that was me. Yeah, I had seen the trailer like twice, and then I read that and watched the trailer again. I was like, "Oh my god, they are!" But he was great. Rory Kinnear was excellent in this movie, as was Jesse Buckley. Good for them. If you want to see it, even after hearing me describe it, or especially after hearing me describe it, because dude, it was crazy. You should totally check out the movie Men. There it is. There it is. Well, I want to thank you for supporting our podcast. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for being subscribed to our Patreon. Thank you for listening to Dead Time Stories and to, of course, I Seen It. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Sarah. And this has been I I Seen It. It. Thank you for listening.